When it comes to hunting boots, how many pairs does one man need? Well, how many seasons are there? Turkey season? Deer season? Duck season? Dove season? Honey, how many pairs of boots does one man need? At least one more pair. For just about everything for hunting, go to MidwayUSA.com. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. Thanks for your business. Hunting is not easy. It never has been. It takes dedication, motivation, a lot of patience, and quality gear. If you manage a food plot, put up stands, or need just one more game camera, we can help at MidwayUSA.com. We opened our doors in 1977 and continue to put customers first by offering super fast, same day shipping. For just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Hey, I just got back from lunch. Did you finish that report yet? Uh, well, not exactly. I'm still working on it. I'm not finished just yet. Uh, I got a little sidetracked, but I will get them to you first thing this afternoon. <laughs> it is first thing this afternoon. Well, yeah, I, I understand that, but I mean, I, I am working on it. But what do you mean that the report isn't finished yet? I'm, I'm still in the process of working on it. I've just been a little distracted. T- distracted? Our meeting starts in an hour. You, no, no. What were you doing? Were you listening to another hunting podcast again? I swear, I give the staff in this office the freedom to do whatever they want to do as long as they meet a deadline. That is the first bullet underneath your job description. Pays attention to detail and deadline. And deadline. Are you even listening to me right now? Missing archery season yet? Just because it's the off season doesn't mean you have to stop shooting your bow. Speaking of shooting your bow, why not shoot a brand new bow bought at Williams Archery? They just got a brand new shipment from Bear Archery. They also offer Hoyt, PSE, Elite, and many more. For example, they now offer bow fishing bows and equipment by Cajun Bow Fishing. Bring your bow inside and shoot 3D starting in April. They also offer hands-on adult lessons every Saturday at 2.30. Give Ron and Linda Williams a call today at 724-667-9660. And remember, practice makes perfect. Welcome to episode 27 of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. My name's Austin, and joining me today in my basement until it gets warm outside, Charles Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Fantastic. What's up, up, man? Oh, you know, man. Just uh, plugging away. Just excited, man. Excited for turkey season. Oh, yeah. Excited to do some shed hunting, some scouting. Like, I just want to be out in the woods. It's terrible. Yeah, we went out, but I I might have to call and put a hold on that for a little bit. I saw a pretty decent buck today. Mm-hmm. Still holding both sides. Mm-hmm. Which has been like every buck I've seen. Now, obviously, a shed buck, you're not going to see that from the road driving. Yeah, right. But I've been seeing a lot of bucks. Mostly little ones. He was the first one with any decent size to him. Yeah. We still had both sides. And I'll tell you what, if I can get permission to ask, like, to come into that property and look for sheds, guarantee you his are going to be there. Because every time I drive by, there's like six deer in this little bottom. And they're all hanging out right by the turnpike. And they've been there every single night. Nice. So by the turnpike in West Virginia, right? Yeah, yeah. Not, okay. not the, uh, PA turnpike. Okay. I was just checking. I, I got a new job in, in West Virginia. Yeah. So. Yeah. You drive there every day. It's a far drive. <laughs> <laughs> I go that north north and south turnpike. That's the one I take. Yeah, no, I dig it. I dig it. Well, let's bring in who we got here today because he's making me laugh already and I can't I can't take it. The cricket man himself. The cricket man. Return guest. MJ. Mr. MJ. Mr. MJ Vitoski. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm peachy. I like it. I like it. We're also joined today by Joe Hedlund. How you doing, buddy? Very good, sir. Very good. At a boy. Looks like he'll be doing better in a little bit when he's done pouring that drink. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was busy. Sorry. Mm. All good, man. It's all good. All here. good. Pretty We're good. Here to have some in the woods fun. a little bit just recently. Yeah. Uh, past week, I think I got in the woods about three, three to four times. Sweet. Pretty sweet. So I like to hear, man. Get out there. A little yote hunting. A little rabbit hunting. Sweet. How'd you do? No yotes. Three rabbits. So. Yeah. Hey, we got all right. fun over here. <laughs> He's on wabbit. He's on wabbit. I like rabbit hunting. I do too. But I'm a big fan. I didn't get out once this year. I didn't small game hunt once this year. I got I got a few rabbits under my belt this year, and I'll, probably only went out three times. 
I went out zero. Yeah. I went out twice. It's been a weird year, though. I love doing it. It's just, uh, it's one of the things, just relaxing, you know, you get out of the house. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Well, you know, working in West Virginia now and all, driving so far, I just have no time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) All right, I'm not really working in West Virginia. No. That was a lie. It was. But I am driving. You are. And I've seen a lot of deer. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. In Turkey. And turkey, which is coming up, that's going to pay off here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm excited about turkey season. I like it. We got to go knock on some doors, get some more permission going on. I saw on. like yeah. uh, that big flock that I had on camera the other day. Did you? Me and Ferletta went out coyote hunting. We right by my stand out in uh, West Virginia, you know. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Right in that line there. <laughs> we're just hanging out in the field waiting for a coyote to pass. And it just was like turkey, deer, more deer, more deer, more deer. We saw 20 to 23 deer Thanks. just in that field alone. Not bad, and man. And that group of like 14, 12 or 14 turkey is really cool hunt, you know. You got to get out. Yeah, I thought I was going to get a chance at a coyote. Right at last light, three deer came running across, and I'm like, man, I wonder if a coyote's over there, you know. Oh, yeah. And I peeked over there side of the hill, and I'm looking in the field, and it was just, it was too dark at that point. I was like, I can't see shit. Oh. We didn't bring any, uh any red lights or anything so oh bust out those night vision goggles i know yeah, you got them <laughs> we should have stole that one from the show <laughs> we should have stole it from the yeah, show dude, yeah but i had no clue he was bsing enough we could have easily just like handed that off to someone i don't know he was pretty away. protective of that yeah get that ten thousand dollar scope he was like where's that where's that where's that <laughs> yeah that was uh that dude was funny as shit he was funny oh that was that hog hunter Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He was scoping. Uh, I don't remember. He was from Hog Assault. Hog Assault. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he had the, he had the actual infrared scope there <laughs> with him. And first time he's like, "Check this thing out. You got to see this." And I hold it. I'm the first one. I hold it up. I'm like, "Okay, uh, this isn't what I expected." And I'm gonna hand it off to the next time. Like, well, what are we looking at? And the guy takes. He's like, "Man, the batteries are dead." Yeah. I'm like, "Well, that makes sense." Like, it, it looked like nothing. You I, handed it to me. You kind of played it off at first. Like, "Yeah, it's cool." And then yeah, I like I looked at it and I was them. like, "It looked like you were looking at an old TV that was just fuzz." Yeah. I was like, "What the hell? So you can't weird. even see uh, anything through this thing." I just gave it benefit of the doubt. I'm like, "Okay, it's daylight. I get it. You know, it probably works a lot better at night." But I didn't want to offend the guy. His ten thousand dollars scope was junk. <laughs> <laughs> but he put batteries in. I tried a second time, and that was cool. You yeah. could actually see nah, that one was sweet. We had that one time. We tried bringing it out for my buck two years oh, yeah. ago last year. Yeah, it was like a little. Uh, like a handheld spotting scope type mm-hmm. deal. Yeah, it's but it was super cool. For recovery. Loophole yeah, makes them. Yeah. yeah, they had seven, probably six, seven different features of different thermals oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. infrareds. It was really neat. My stepdad has one. Yeah. He has one for his phone. Oh, that'd be cool. It's like, they're like three, three or four hundred bucks. You plug them into your phone. Mm. No, and but you I use oh. the app and it just, dude, they're, they're pretty good. What I do like though, that was actually affordable. We never mentioned this. There was that guy that was selling that infrared or that night vision mm-hmm. that plugged into the end of your scope and it had yeah. like a screen on top of your scope. So you don't use your scope per se. You basically shoulder the gun and you look at the little screen and the screen is like night vision. Mm-hmm. Super, oh, nice. You have a little viewfinder on the end of your scope. Dude, it was super, super affordable. I want to say the cell at from there, like the... The basic model went out to 100 yards or something, but then he said you could get the basic model, but then go get one of the lights from the an infrared light, an infrared light from the next booth over that goes a thousand yards, and it'll pick up as far as that infrared light will go. So now you got the most expensive one by buying mm-hmm. a light a and, better, and yeah. his low end, and it would have been. How much? Five hundred bucks, maybe something like that. Yeah, but it was it was pretty legit. It was, I liked it. It was pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. I think the lower end one was even less than that. But then you'd have to buy the you know the the light or or you'd then you'd have to get really hours. into it you know yeah. to make it worth it. That's the thing. I don't know. That's that's worth it. I think that'd be cool. I'd love to get into it. Yeah, I'd love to get into. But that's that's too. not what we're here to talk about. Yeah. I can teach guys. you how to get into trapping. That's for another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> So we got, we, we got, uh, we do have a really interesting topic yeah. tonight. It's something that might be a little bit, it's going to be weird to a lot of people, honestly. <laughs> like even most of the people in Pennsylvania, like we talked about it a pinch during, um, during the 
regulations and the proposed laws and stuff mm-hmm. like that. MJ, why are you here tonight, buddy? Porcupine! Porcupine! <laughs> <laughs> MJ is the only person I've ever heard of that goes up to Porcupine Camp. Yes. Porcupine Camp. <laughs> when you first sent me that, I actually thought you were kidding. <laughs> no. Nope. And it was funny because we kind of poked fun at it in a way, saying, who the heck even knows when the porcupine season is. What do you even do with those things? Yeah. Yeah. I I know. Yeah. (laughs) This guy's listening to our podcast because obviously he's an awesome listener and we really appreciate that. That we do. But then he he messages us right after that post and he's like... He's the one person that sends me emails. Yeah. (laughs) He emailed us probably because he has our whole email email. saved. Yeah, you did. You did. You're the first one. I think I read it on the podcast. (laughs) It was the first one. I was like, oh, Austin likes emails. I'm Mm going to send him an email. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I immediately sent it to Charles. I was like, dude, MJ, email me. It was good. Yeah. But uh, I think we're going to have some fun with this one. We're going to talk about what in the world you do at Porcupine Camp and kind of what your roles are. And, and we're going to go all the way through it. But let's start with how in the world did you get into going up for a whole week, mind you, right? Yeah, basically four days. Four days. Yeah. To go to a porcupine camp. I want to know how this all came about. I actually started about three years ago. So we were, you know, hunting season was winding down. Here we are, what, February. And my father-in-law goes, hey, you guys want to go to porcupine camp? Uh, One of his longtime buddies, Ralph, goes up there. And he's part of actually a huge group. He's part of several camps now where they get about 80 people to pitch in for the biggest porcupine taken for that weekend. It's awesome. And the one year we went up, uh, we were told, we're not allowed to enter. There's too many people in it. There's too many camps. But you can come. You can, you know, drink, eat. It's always a good time. Come on up. So, of course, we need an excuse to go to a camp. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. we, we go up there. And uh turns out that the winning porcupine that year, there was only two taken out of about 80 people. He took home 800 bucks. Sweet. Wow. That's pretty decent. Come on in. Yeah, yeah. So sort of like I'll start freezing the? them. <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> as soon as we found that out, like, all right. So how do you catch them? What do you do? You just walk around. And they, they said, oh, well, that's easy. You know, it, it snows on the ground. It's easy. You just you keep walking. You look for tracks. You know, it'll almost look like raccoon tracks, and it'll have a the belly tree. drag. Depending on how deep the snow is, they'll have a nice little belly drag, mm-hmm. and you'll see the tail drag down the middle. Get on them. Follow them. They don't go very fast, and. All they said was they can climb trees. They're mm-hmm. good climbers, and they eat the bark. They strip the bark off trees. Yep. So they're considered a nuisance animal. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So here we are running through the woods. First year up there, we put in five miles. Because I'm just walking. I tracked a raccoon track for three miles. <laughs> I'm just walking. At this point, I'm looking for a squirrel, anything. Just I'm like, give me something to look at and either shoot or just take back to camp. Now, I end up finding the road about five miles down. I call my buddy. I'm like, hey, where are you guys at? Oh, we're back at camp. We're eating lunch. I'm like, you son of a... Like, I don't even know where I am. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily, I had the free trial at that time for Onyx. I pull that up and I go, oh, look at that. There's a road right here. I go about 100 yards up get on the road, walk three miles back and get into camp. I'm exhausted. I'm like, what the... What did you guys do? (laughs) <laughs> oh well we went in there about 100 yards and i tried to find rocks and i turned around i came back out the field i saw camp and i went and came and had lunch <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i'm just wandering around the woods looking for, looking for a, a raccoon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looking for a mysterious porcupine i had no idea where you walked yeah <laughs> so then fast forward a year uh last year we technically hunted because at that point, I'm like, we don't even know how to find these damn things. Oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. we walk out back with a gun for about a hundred yards, stand around, look, go, yeah, that, that case of beer over there is, a, is looking tasty. We go back. <laughs> yeah. And so we, someone pulls out um, pocket change and they, they put them in a stump about 20 yards away and we put a little 22 revolver and we just start having a blast trying to hit those. And this year, same thing. We're like, ah, we'll go out. Okay. Well, Friday, we pack up. We head up. First stop is always Kelly's. Oh, yeah. In Marionville. <laughs> Kelly's <laughs> Motel. <laughs> that's like, that's the finest place on earth. It just is what you have to stop there. Ray's Hotspot. Ray's Hotspot. Oh, my God. Ray's Hotspot. I've always looked at that place. I'm like, I, I don't know if that's like 
a, a gay bar or like what do i i'm not going <laughs> uh, you know what it's actually pretty decent now we've been there a lot because it's the closest it's bar to better. us it's it uh went under a couple different ownerships i believe but the last time i was there it was a good time good crowd yeah it was a lot of fun I and mean, we went there on my bachelor party and yeah we did we owned the place yeah uh, i mean dude, <laughs> it was a blast probably the most fun i've ever had up there by far it was unreal, but those are a couple staples. You're going through Marionville, PA. Oh, yeah. uh, stop in and say hello at Ray's Hotspot and uh, go get you some what? Uh, some Tell lunch. Heard from, yeah. from uh, White Salt Tractor Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Friday night we get up there in the camp, and my father-in-law pulls off about a, like six or seven pallets he brought up. We're gonna burn. We have a nice fire Friday night. <laughs> Me and my buddy grab the whole stack of them. He goes, all right, on three. He goes, what, dude? Pulls him all up. The whole damn stack falls right on my foot. And oh, nice. God, I broke it. It still hurts <laughs> to this day. <laughs> but we get that raging pretty good and, of course, have fun that night. And wake up the next morning, no conversation at all. Just get dressed, grab the guns, and we go, all right, where are we going? And we just walk across the field. We had an idea now. All right, hmm. we got to look for rocks. We brought a nice little maple stick, <laughs> a maple branch with a piece of rebar tied on the end. Because what you're supposed to do is you have to find these huge rocks in these caves. You actually have to go in head first and start looking. If they're deep enough, what? you just got to start like <clears throat> take a flashlight, look in there. And what you'll do is you'll find their tail first. They will bury themselves into a crevice. They'll stick their butt end out because all their quills are pointed that way. Yeah. So if anything tries to attack them, they're just going to get stuck. They can't. Yeah. And they do not shoot quills at you, uh, uh, yes, they are somewhat loose. Mm-hmm. When their muscles tense, they become uh, loose. Mm-hmm. And they, if they whip their tail at you, then it just, uh, they guess they can kind of fall yeah. towards your direction. They won't shoot out. Huge misconception. Yeah, huge yeah. misconception. <laughs> One of them. I just yeah. want to stop you right there real quick. I don't know if I want to do porcupine camp it anymore. Like, you will not ever catch me crawling into a rock crevice with a flashlight looking for a porcupine. <laughs> like, uh, there, there, was a, there was a few. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we looked in. We're like, all we see is black. And we have, like, decent headlamps and flashlights looking in there going. This daytime? Uh, yeah. This is, okay. like, in the morning where you went out. I mean, we don't go out super early at the break of dawn. We're going out, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Right. I wake up, have a cup of coffee, you know. Take care of business and and get going because yeah, you're out in the woods. Of course, that's when you're gonna get stuck. Oh yeah. But uh, we we find these pile of rocks because three year or two years prior, my own buddy goes, I got lost over somewhere over here and I found a ton of rocks and I didn't even look in them. I think we should go back that way. And my brother-in-law goes, I, I'm gonna head down this way through the swamp and I think I know a row of pines they might be stuck up in and the hemlocks. All right, well I'm just gonna walk down this way and here I am just tromping through the woods. And I finally see my one buddy. I go, let's take a walk up. Where are those rocks at? Let's go to those rocks. Yeah. We get up there and we find the first, like, den we find. The big hole, like, in the crevice. You want to look or I look? (laughs) I don't know if I want to stick my head in there. (laughs) We walk up to it. We climb up the rocks. We look in. There's a whole pile of droppings. Just sound like, oh! We're on to him. We found porcupine sign. <laughs> oh, it does exist. It's a porcupine scat. <laughs> you have no idea how excited we were to find that. We're like, we win. We, we should be done for the day. We just found sign. This is incredible. So now what happens when you start crawling in and it's a coyote den? Yeah, we didn't find one big enough. or deep. Well, we did find them big enough. Yeah. We found one. It was this massive like overhanging rock. And it looked like people were actually camped out under there for at one point. And there was w- one small hole. And we looked down like, I'm not shining my light in there. A bear pops out. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah it's like, another this, good, this was big enough point. for a family of bear to live under. Oh, yeah. That probably it, been a bear den in the past then. It was. I mean, everything was matted down. It, yep. was, it was incredible. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so wait, wait, it's wait. getting worse. It's getting a lot worse. Like, I was thinking coyote. Yeah, I, I never thought about the bear factor because we have a lot of black bears. Yeah, we do have a lot of black bears. Uh, what gun are you carrying with you at this point? I got me one of them there fancy savage 22s. Okay, so That's you're a good bear guy. your head into a bear cave. <laughs> That's a good bear guy. Oh, meanwhile, here, I am on my belly. I got my the, the, uh, 22 rifle off to my side. I'm like looking oh, in with man. the uh, flashlight, looking in the back. I'm like, nope, don't see none. I just stand up and look around and go, um, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big 
then. Something was living there at one point. Oh, oh my god. MJ goodness. was living there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we kind of looked at. Like, yeah, me and my buddy looked at each other and go, well, if we were lost in the woods, hell, this would be a great place. You start a little fire in there, you got a huge shelter over your head. You got like fight a- off bears with a spear. Yeah, you know? yeah, sharp, <laughs> always sharpen movie, a stick. Every you gotta, movie ever. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get defense. You gotta work on your defense. You gotta sharpen a stick first. First thing you do. Okay, thank that one. guy out in Colorado. I'll just wrestle him with my bare hands. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this is a bear, not a cougar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're I saw, a little bigger than that guy, though, so you got a chance. <laughs> yeah. I saw a meme the other day. I forget Did what you? the guy's I name was. Same thing. And it, it said his name is being brought up on charges for allegedly paying the cougar to attack him. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying, man. I, I laughed for like 10 really minutes. There's a really good one. <laughs> oh, beautiful. It said something like, uh, I wish, go find yourself a girl that looks like. Looks at you like this girl looks at this guy that choked out a cougar. <laughs> and it had this girl in the interview just eyeballing this dude. And then there's really a comment under it that said, I'm pretty sure his cougar problems are far from over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think she was like biting her lip and everything. Yeah, I saw that she was one. into it. <laughs> she was into it. All right. So, anyways. So, we're on year three now. We're this year. We're on current day. Story day. time. This is kind okay. of we're finding I just scat. To clear that up. <laughs> Year three into this, <laughs> we finally find scat after two years of just wandering the woods looking in trees. <laughs> Which now it's not uh, the only times I've seen porcupines in the daylight. Pretty much, they've been in trees. I've never even seen one in the daylight. I've only ever seen them at night driving. They're like running across the road yes. or <clears throat> sitting on the side <clears throat> of the road, and just right. hanging out. I saw one this year just wandered out. Literally, we're standing there in rifle season waiting for something to go, like, trying to come up with a new plan, and a porcupine just comes wandering out at us, like, five yards away. I had two big ones this year during gun season walk straight past us. I'm like, man, are they in season? (laughs) Actually, I'm going to shoot one of the 308, but, you know. I I think they are. It doesn't say that their season goes out at all. Um, I think they do have a season, technically. They do. No, it it, it is, but it doesn't. I'm saying the porcupine season doesn't come out when rifle comes in like everything else does. You know what I mean? So they, it's the season stays on. I believe it's like October. They, the proposed was, I believe they were trying to shorten it from October to February. So I think it goes from October to like April. I want to say something like that. No idea. Because they wanted to shorten it. What ten weeks? Remember? Well, right now it's September to March. September to March. Okay, I was a month off. Yeah, so September to March. Pretty much right on. Mm -hmm. All right, so it is. um, It's September first to March thirtieth this year, and the bag limit is three daily, or the season limit is ten. Now keep reading on that. If you have the uh, Game Commission app on there, I just pulled up the season bag limits. Because I pulled up the app, I was thinking about like what to talk to tonight. I'm driving and I'm reading through, and it goes uh, fur bearers license required. I go. Do what? Yeah, fur bear. Well, it's while lawfully hunting big game or with a fur taker license. Oh no, that's during any big game season. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait. So porcupine is not required for, or uh, you do not need a fur bear's license for a porcupine unless they're changing it for the next year. Okay. Oh no, wait! I was just reading that wrong. I was reading that in the coyote section. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? No, no, it literally just says September 1st to March 30th, three daily season limit of ten. That's all it says. Doesn't say that you have to. Can you hunt them at night? I would assume so because you can hunt. What about you guys when you go to camp? Night raccoons at night. Yeah, possums. But what about like specifically for your thing that you enter your pole? Can you hunt them at night? So we are not allowed to enter that pole. Okay, you're too not, many people. You know what? Screw them, like, guys. We're but, making our own pool next year, and we're going to Porcupine Camp. Five hundred dollars a guy. Five hundred dollars <laughs> a guy. I've seen some big ones. Babe, I we're need to borrow some money. I'm freezing them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running them over my car and freezing them. Hey, that's what we did the first two years. We were driving up there. We're looking for any type of roadkill to bring up. We're like, <laughs> we're gonna go into that camp with a uh, roadkill porcupine. I don't care if it's a week old, a day old. We're gonna say we got one. <laughs> like, look, guys, ha ha ha. Yeah. Nah, that didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, we are lucky to make it past lunch. Oh, really? We go back to lunch like, oh, yeah. All right, it's time to just, it's porcupine camp. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's porcupine so you camp. basically, your hunting is like the first morning of the first day. Yeah, pretty do you much. do anything after that, like hunting-wise? <laughs> yeah, we shoot, lose, change. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think you. What about, about like in the day two in the evening, day yeah. three? Yeah, first time I ever saw a porcupine. I don't. Do you remember we went up to Clear Creek State Park when we were real young? It was the youth bonus rifle season. I remember. It was doe yeah. only. They had it for like those three days, like yeah, they do now. Right, right. We went up to Clear Creek. It was doe only, and we jumped this really nice eight point, and then. We went walking all the way back in, and I set up on this stump. I got up on this stump, and I'm all of a sudden, everything, like, the bushes right in front of me, like a foot in front of me, start moving. I start freaking out. Like, I'm young. I'm like, there's no way the deer or deer is in there. What is that? Porcupine. Comes waddling out. First time I've ever seen a porcupine. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Now I hate seeing them. I'm like, dude, you got to die. Oh, gosh. There's too many of them. There's such... A nuisance. You can tell when you're in porcupine area because all the freaking trees are just like stripped. Yeah. Well, I've never seen uh, a fisher cat because they brought the fisher cat in. Oh, yeah. Fisher cats are cool. Because the the porcupine don't have any natural enemies. I mean, barrel weed them every once in a while if they can flip them over or whatever, you know. But yeah, they brought the fisher cat in. Just for that purpose to kill them. Yeah, because the fishers know how to flip them over. Oh, yeah. They're nasty and they'll flip them and eat them. You know who has a fisher cat like mounted? Brooks' brother has a full body really, mount fisher really? cat from wow. when they were up in Massachusetts. We saw a really good one, me and Joe. We saw him Here. floating the uh, the Shannick. Yeah, we're floating the, the oh, Shenango. Really? Shenango. I'm sorry, Shenango. You saw a fisher. There was a yeah, fisher. Dude. Big Huge. fisher. That's like three cool, and a half, four foot long. Yeah, they're cool looking. It went flying down <clears throat> through this like <clears throat> open area, and we're like, what? Is that because at first you see something that jet black? Oh, yeah, you, you have no clue what you're well, they're seeing. Well, like, they're like that real dark brown, that real like, well, this jet one, black, this one, some of them have the brown on the that chest. One this one was all black, no way. And it yeah. ran and it went down into the embankment, and where it went in, under it was tree. There was yeah. like this tree with all the you know, how like the roots grow out over yeah. the embankment, looks like Jurassic the Park. Yeah, it, it must have had a den or something underneath Probably there. It, it went right up underneath those and, and way back. Yeah, I didn't in. know they're down this far, but I heard some say they saw him in, oh, in the shanty. Cool. I'm like, man, that's crazy. That's First one I've ever cool. seen. That, that was they would really destroy cool. your house animal. That's a thing. They're oh, yeah. such a vicious creature. There's They'll a... chase squirrels up trees. I mean, oh, yeah. They're killers. There's a season on those in Pennsylvania, too. Oh, is that yeah, trapping? That's trapping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's trapping. Okay. Yeah. That'd be but, cool. Yeah. I could have definitely trapped that one. I knew where he was living. Oh, absolutely. It's a real short season. It's December 15th through the 26th. I could have choked that one out. And you're only, allowed, you're only allowed one per year. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're wiry. <laughs> they are wiry. I wouldn't want to get face to face. I wouldn't be trapped in a corner with a fisher cat there. They are no, they're nasty. vicious. Yeah. No, that's what they say. They're the actually one of the, mean, man. the few animals that'll hunt a porcupine. Because yeah, they can climb like a son of a gun. and. Mm-hmm. They don't care. They, they don't care. care. Well, they know how to <laughs> flip them over. Yeah. It's the craziest and thing. And they eat them from the belly. So they know. like and That's the craziest thing in the world. That is wild. How the hell do they kill them? I wonder. They're weasels, Fisher man. Cats? Weasels yeah. are mean. Weasels are really mean. You know what I mean? Like, what are they going to do? Bite them in the neck. They get freaking stabbed in the face. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, so you're I, saying, how does a fisher cat kill the porcupine? Yeah. It flips them over. Yeah, but it how the hell does it flip them over? And it goes underneath and, and paws at them until it flips them on his back. Oh, no shit. And when they flip them on their back, they'll eat them from the belly. Damn. And that's actually, uh, my it's brother-in-law unreal. looked this up, too. They said they'll tree them, <laughs> and yeah. they'll actually chase them up the tree, and they'll they'll drop them. They'll either get on the knock branch them out of the tree. and knock them out of the tree really? and fall to their death. And yeah. then go after them. I've wow, seen they're smart. One. They're really smart. I saw a dead one by my tree stand the one year. Not a fisher cat, but a, a porcupine. Yeah. Me and my dad are looking at it like, how did this thing die? Just laying there dead, I wonder you know? if that's what happened. And I, I'm wondering because we flipped it over and there all everything that was on the ground was stuck to its quills. So, like, all leaves, everything. So, obviously, it fell out of a branch. Either the branch was dead or maybe a fisher cat did it. Or, you know? yeah, it was either a really clumsy uh, cupine or... I mean, it wasn't eaten, so I don't know if fisher cat, they just eat yeah. them or kill them or no, they eat their, them. Uh, they eat them, so. else with that. That's wild. That's absolutely wild. <laughs> Go on with your so, story. Anyways, so now that we... Uh, yeah. Went on that tangent. <laughs> We're going off on like valid tangents, though. I'm just I know that's all related. Like fish oh, and yeah. cats are related to porcupines yeah, in they, a very strong way. Eat the shit out of them like a honey badger, apparently, because yeah. oh, they don't they give don't. a shit. They don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cricket man. <laughs> so yeah, that you know that first morning we go out, and that all happened within like the first hour, hour and a half that we found the our first den with scat. Yeah, we excited, and it was this whole row and. At this point now, I actually have the subscription on it, so I pull it up. I see exactly where we are. Awesome. Allegheny National Forest. Really great. And you can actually see, you know, there's not 
too much of a, a terrain drop off. It's probably only 15 feet, maybe 20 feet. So you only have uh, two contour lines right. close to each other. And you can like, all right, now I know where to look. Right. right. You're pulling the map up. You're, you keep it on the, the contours there. So we searched this entire like hillside with all these dens. And finally, we, we track on off and we found our first sign of uh, bark. Nice. Like, stripped oh, off. Cool. And, of course, I'm sitting there taking a picture of it because it looked awesome. Oh, but wow. Now, this one wow. wasn't the clean one. This was older, and it actually almost looked like uh, like beaver markings. It's yeah. all chewed up. That literally yeah. looks like a beaver. Yeah, I've seen that. It's weird. It almost looks like the tree did it itself. Send that to me. But it's, oh, it's yeah. not, you know, that's it's cool. weird. You got to look real close. Yeah, and that's as soon as we saw that, we're like, you know how many of these we could have actually walked by and never even noticed? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. either looking from a distance going, I'll oh, buck rub, I'll oh, buck rub, or sign, or old mm-hmm. sign, or something like that. And we never even realized it's actually porcupine. Dude, it that'd be a hell like of a, a buck fungus rub. or something. It, it's weird. <laughs> it, yeah, it is. Some it's it's real weird. It. That would be a good buck rub. Yeah, that would be a good buck rub. <laughs> uh, yeah, but some of them, like, when we finally found ours uh, later in the afternoon, it, it was clean. It was freshly eaten, like, either that morning or the day before. Yeah. And it was probably a good 8 to 10 inches tall, but, I mean, it was a clean strip. It's almost like someone took a knife and carved it and actually peeled the bark off. No way. It's how smooth it was. I'm like, look at that. They're, yeah. they're rough, like, They'll chew every. They round off every sign on our road. To come up to camp. Yeah, they round them the, off. They'll chew anything. The aluminum. They chew the aluminum. They put aluminum That's stripping nice. up the top of the the, the telephone the telephone poles so they don't go up there and chew the wires. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> telephone pole on our mean, on our road into our camp. Has That's why a, they're a nuisance, right yeah, there. Yeah, it has like a twelve inch strip of aluminum around each pole so they can't climb up past it. And get up to the top and, and eat the boxes and the wires and everything. That's crazy. That, I know a story <laughs> that uh, a good friend of ours that actually recently passed away, he was out in Montana, I believe it was, and they always had this van that they drove, and it was where they slept and everything. They were out and they porcupine. Camp, I believe. Yeah, they were camping. They were sleeping in a porcupine while they were sleeping, chewed all of their wiring, their brake lines, Everything chewed it all out from underneath their car. They woke up the next morning with nothing. <laughs> Pretty yeah. sure that was just like an ex girlfriend or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come in there with the knife and start Mon- stripping shit yeah. off. It might have been. It was either Montana or it was like Yellowstone, somewhere out there. That's yeah. wild. But yeah, they were out in the west, and in a they they didn't know what happened when they talked to one of the rangers. Like, yeah, it's porcupine. Porcupine got up underneath and chewed out his brake lines and. All of electrical wiring, everything. I mean, cost him a lot of money. So that guy hated porcupines. <laughs> Dang, <laughs> man. Bob Goyak. You remember Goyak? Oh, He's yeah. Big mountain man. Yeah, that absolutely. Came to the absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He just recently uh, passed away. His cancer came back. Ah, oh, bummer. Unfortunately, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Real good friend of my dad's. They worked together forever and ever. But, anyways, um, porcupines. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So once we found that uh, first bit of tree bark sign, it. You know, we, we circled back on all the dens that we just searched, and we figured, all right, at this point, it's about 11 o'clock. Go back, grab some lunch, and, of course, we start farting around, you know, mm-hmm. shooting some coins and that. And out of about 10 coins, I hit about six. I Damn. just got that, a little twenty two revolver. I get lucky. I go, ha, ha, I'm on a roll. Go, I pick him up. I look back. There's a bald eagle flying over the field right next to us. My buddy, I go, hey, look at that. It's an eagle. Buddy turns around. He goes, holy shit, it's dad. I don't know, what? He lost his father opening day of archery two years ago. And at that point, he said, my dad would never come back as any bird, especially a freaking woodpecker, because they have, like, all cedar siding in their house. He said, damn woodpeckers, peck holes in our house. But he said his dad would only ever come back as a bald eagle. So he said, holy shit, that's dad. That's a sign. Last two times I've seen an eagle, we caught on to fresh bear track, and some guy shot him about 200 yards away. And I got my buck. He looks at me, he goes, MJ, grab your orange, grab your gun, let's go. All right. So I oblige. I go grab my stuff. He goes, I only grab you because Gavin wouldn't come. I know he wouldn't. He'd sit there and drink beer all day. <laughs> we head out across the field. We walk about a you know, 700 yard circle to get back down. And we end up coming back to where we saw that sign, the, the tree bark stripped. Yeah. And we were, my plan was to cycle back into all those dens we just searched. Said it's got to be in there. I think that's where all the, the sign was. He goes, "All right, well, let's take a walk out away from all this, in through the hemlocks, and just take a nice little stroll." 
And I'm like, okay, well, I'm excited now. So yeah. I'm here. I'm stomping through the woods. I'm like on a beeline to get like get in a circle and get back. He goes, Sam, slow down. Just listen. Just look. Where? You see one? He goes, no, just calm down. Just take a walk. <laughs> just slow down. I go, okay, what are we doing? Goes, All right, let's just uh, take a look around. What do we see? He looks off in the distance. He sees one rock. Let's take a little walk over here first, and then we'll see. And this is further away from all the dens I wanted to go to. So we cycle up. As we get closer, we see a black hole. We're like, oh, that's a den. That's that's some, that's a crevice. we got to go look at that now. So we jump across a little creek. We go up there and look. Poke our head in the first one. He goes, ah, there's, okay, I don't see anything in here. And it wasn't that deep. So we didn't have to go diving into it. Um, <laughs> so he circles around me. He heads up. He goes, holy shit, M, M, get your gun. Get, we got one. We got one. You come up here. I'm sitting there fumbling, like, oh, what do we do? I pull safety off already? Or like, I come up behind him. I see the tail sticking out. I'm like, I'm not going to shoot him in the ass. I'm like, I can't just <laughs> one thing and try to drag it out. That's, that's not right. So I was sitting there looking at it for about two minutes. I go, well, what do we do? You can't just grab it. <laughs> I said even welding gloves, you can't grab the thing. It'll stick right through you. I'm like, I'm not touching that. Yeah, oh, I know. Call Kevin. Kevin's my brother-in-law. Kevin will know what to do. Let's call him. Well, of course, no cell phone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He goes, I am. You sit here and watch the porcupine. What the fuck am I going to watch it do? I'm going to watch it sit here. <laughs> okay, I can do that. <laughs> he runs back to camp and gets him. He's on like a dead sprint at this point. He's excited. He brings my brother-in-law back. He's got, uh, like I said, a, a maple branch with a piece of rebar tied because the intent was to kind of get up underneath them, fish them, and pull them out and shoot them. So my brother-in-law goes... All right, I think I can do this. He tries to shove it in there. He got too much of a bend on the rebar. It can't fit in the rock. So we spend the next five, ten minutes looking around, like wedging <laughs> in between rocks and branches, trying to get, straighten it out, bend the right the hook on it, straighten the hook a little bit. And it's not a, a point. It's just a p- blunt piece of rebar, just trying mm-hmm. to hook him and bring him out. So he finally gets it. We get back up there. He spends about a half hour fighting this thing. <laughs> He goes, this thing's got to be 30 pounds. I don't understand how the hell he's holding on in there. I'm like, meanwhile, he's dragging quills out. <laughs> the thing's getting, like, tensing up, oh, and all the quills are loose. So he's just, like, brushing it. He's just, like, firming it. He's, he's pulling all these quills out. He's got a pile of quills at the entrance. I'm like, you're going to reach in there, and you're going to get stuck in the quills that are on the ground, never mind him. Yeah. He goes, oh, okay. He's going to clear all that out. And finally, he gets up underneath them. And he just exposes, like, the back of its head. I got, like, one bullet in there. I get nervous. I put another one in there. All right, is he dead? He goes, I think he got him. He, like, pulls him out, and I do another one, like, at the top of his head just to make sure. I'm like, okay, that was quick. But he goes, what do we do now? He's <laughs> like, like, well, I have a heavy-duty garbage bag. That's what they say to you is, like, put him in a garbage bag and just don't touch him to your legs or anything because it'll stick right through. How do we pick him up? I'm like thinking, I, I have nice, like, leather palm gloves. I'm oh, like, yeah. Well, you could just say, oh, uh, Pen them along with the quills and kind of like grab them. So I, I do that. I do it nice and smooth. I grab the tail and all of a sudden it like twitches. I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's alive! <laughs> like, what happened? He goes, Just the nerves. Like, his or yours? Like, oh, oh my God. It, it scared the crap out of me. He's like, it alive. just like twitched. And I saw his like, like, like twitch just from nerves. I go to grab him again. I get nice and smooth. All right, I got him. Load him in the bag. Brother-in-law throws the trash bag over his shoulder. Like, all right, let's go. Halfway home, he goes, and I, I think I got stuck. He's like, pull that quill out of me. I go to pull the quill. I'm like, no, it's in, it's in your leg. And pull it. Boom, boom. It was stuck, like, right into his leg. Goes, that hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> they had those little tiny They're barbs. Little barbs the, yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. So that they actually stick in. That's what they say if a, a dog gets mm-hmm. hit bad <clears throat> with them. It almost has to be, you know, sedated so they oh, can yeah. actually get them out. Yep, right. I've seen some pictures of some dogs that their face looked like a whole porcupine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, terrible. That's no good. But yeah, we Homeward get... Bound, wasn't it? Homeward <laughs> Bound. That was the yeah. movie yeah. where the dog Chance. got porcupine. Chance. Got Poor porcupine. Chance, man. <laughs> Poor Chance. Like he was just a little though. rascal, though, you know? <laughs> he was always getting into trouble. Oh, my goodness. Chance and Shadow. And... <laughs> <laughs> it's sassy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> oh nostalgia. My gosh. nostalgia. That is nostalgia. <laughs> so, so what do you do? Do you did you eat them or? So we decided first porcupine. We're getting a full mount. So he is in the process right now of getting 
a full mount. Where'd he go? Do you know what taxidermist? My he went to my brother in law. So my brother in law to cycle back on trapping. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is his first year trapping. He already has two fox. Sweet. Wow, that's cool. really good. Um, he's got he's getting the first fox a full mount. Awesome. And he's sending his second to I think just be. Tanned. tanned. Awesome. Just for a hide. Yeah, it's very awesome. cool. Uh, so he also has the porcupine up there, and the guy is pretty good. Yeah. But he's like, I don't know what the heck to do with this porcupine. He sent him a picture of all the quills he had to pull out by hand. That It was a like one of those big Rubbermaid totes. The entire bottom was filled. You couldn't see the bottom. He goes, I pulled out hundreds of them, and they're still coming. That's crazy. So, like, out of all the quills that we pulled off, I mean, it almost looked like it was just fur. And like the fur that is on them is super soft. Really? It is. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't believe it with, like, all the quills that are tucked into them. Yeah. That's their defense mechanism. Right. But their fur itself, yeah, super soft. So, That's they're just, wild. Wow. what do you mean, they're not going to put the full mount with all the quills in it? They'll put them oh, back yeah, in. he will, yeah. They'll put them I back mean, in. Yeah. yeah, he saved them all. But he said they're still, it, the thing's still weird. filled with That thing's got to be, that's that be, be difficult, you know, and Like a turkey with all the feathers they have to do. Oh, yeah. Got to be the same way with I all the quills. I can only imagine, man. Yeah, well, oh my goodness! You, like you said, you can't you know you can't tan them with all the quills in there. So yeah, you tear all the quills, put them back in. Point. That's crazy. But well, Sam's the- guy does them too. Mm-hmm. Up in Franklin, um, our buddy Sam has a guy that he showed us a porcupine mouth. The he thing showed was pretty us pretty cool. cool. It was really cool looking. Was nice last episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah we saw an albino one there. Yeah, that was really cool. I've never cool seen looking. a a porcupine mouth <laughs> like that. You know, no, not at all. Yeah, I have to get one. I have to get one done. My dog would probably. End up quilled. Man, I'm super. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to be careful. Should you'd be have to like, put it up on the wall. <laughs> yeah, chance, poor chance. Oh, man. Yeah, so as soon <laughs> Just, as you get that thing back, I'll send you guys a picture. But I, Like, I'm I looking at a porcupine right now. Did you end up winning or no? Oh, you weren't even in the drawing. They weren't in the drawing, yeah. Well, how how heavy was it? Did you weigh it? Uh, it ended up being 14 pounds. I think the uh, winner up at camp this year was 15 Wow. So we just oh, so it was close. It was close. We yeah. thought it was. I'm like, it was 21 inches from nose to base of tail, not the tip of tail. Well, I mean, you probably lost a few inches on all those quells <laughs> that you pulled out of them. Short pine. Yeah. Short pine. <laughs> Hashtag short pine. Hashtag short pine. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of them <laughs> up our camp. We should definitely, I mean, Dude, that we should fun. do that. Make it would be, it, it'd be hard in the daylight, though. You know, That's we, what makes it fun. If somebody if somebody gets one, it's like a celebration. That would be yeah. actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Like I said, during the I saw two I mean, walk right by it's me. It's still in. We could still do it this year. Until March. End of March? Yeah. If we get a good snow or something, wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. Yeah, it'd be easier with a good snow. be interesting to do. Feet. Good, fresh snow. Yeah. Yeah, for tracking purposes, that's... I don't know what I would do with one if I got one, though. That's the only thing. I'm probably not going to get a full body mount or something like that. That's <laughs> no, just like, you keep I, a couple quails and you, I mean, I well, don't know, you eat it. With porcupine, tan one. that is one of the <laughs> only mammals you can eat raw. That's right, you, you mentioned that. that. Yeah. You can eat them raw. Because and of their diet, it's all like bark and vegan or whatever. <laughs> vegan. Uh, now they all have to. If, if all porcupines are vegan, they have to die. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but that is well, that is really them. interesting, though. Like I've had venison raw. I have had that, like um, tartar. Oh, okay. It's kind of yeah. It was super good, but um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I just was it exquisite. Oh, it was lovely. Was it everything it you was ever wanted? Absolutely lovely. But like, mm, I, don't, all. I definitely wouldn't try and eat a porcupine raw. I don't think that uh, just freaks me out. I didn't right like out. them too well when we cooked on that one time. But you gotta let me cook one. I would let you cook one and Failing. and I would try it. Do you have any porcupine recipes? Doesn't need to be a porcupine recipe. I was just asking. Maybe you had one. No, but spit I'll, I'll figure something out. I have a groundhog <laughs> recipe. I want. I've been wanting to try. I've had groundhog mm. several times. It's lovely. Ooh, wow. I, we can go get us some groundhogs. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. We go, we go out to that farm, you know, up north near uh, New York. It's it's right on the corner of New York and West Virginia, like right on that panhandle. Yeah, but that this line. one's farther north. Oh, that one's farther north. Okay. This, this, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's like the uh, Mexico-Michigan border, right? Right. Right. It, the Mexico-Michigan border. It's just east. <laughs> no, just, just east. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, what else is there? I don't know, but I'm game to do a porcupine camp. Uh it's until when? The end of March? I think it's at March, March 15th or something you like that. You said March 30th. I might have said September that. September 1st to March 30th. Because I was thinking it's April. Until yeah, April. A, uh, if you look up March online, 30th. that's what they say. If you get them, you want to 
clean them up real quick, throw the liver on the snow, let it chill. They say eating that raw is delicious. I can't believe that. I don't that know if I could do for that. For a second. <laughs> Not a liver say, guy. It's like a delicacy. I'm like, ah, I'm a, it's okay. I don't know about that I was that butchering one. my deer Listen, one day and my buddy. This, <laughs> I'd be like paranoid just to got a freaking porcupine. Yeah. I wouldn't know. You know what I mean? The other side of them's totally open and clear. I know, but my luck, I'd like go to like flip it over something and dump it out and I just grab a handful of quills. Like, <laughs> that'd be, be fine. No, I'm just saying. That's another way you can easily pick them up by their feet. Oh. Instead of grabbing oh, them and their, by the quills. Oh, and their claws? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Probably their for digging and stuff. Were real long. Yeah, inch and a half, two inches looking. long for like a tiny paw. Oh, my God. They were That's why they climb so well. They really dig in them paws. You know, like Lucky Rabbit's foot? Yeah. Have a lucky coupine foot <laughs> hanging awesome. on my keychain. I'm gonna take <laughs> one. I'm gonna take one claw and and use it as like a, a drink stir. Yeah, that's intense. Let me say. Look at that. That is intense. Holy crap! Man. It looks like a, a it looks like a grizzly bear. <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> oh, it's like a one eight scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sloth. That's like a sloth paw. That's basically what you can compare. They need to, to get like, their nails ground, dude. I gotta bring them down to PetSmart. Get yeah. their nails done. They are terrible. <laughs> like, They're terrible. The ones all crooked. <laughs> wow, that's, that's crazy. Pretty neat though. That isn't. It's intense, Good man. Good camera picture too, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's a really nice job. Are you a photographer on the side? You make so cricket weird. noises. You take good pictures. He did turkey gobble killed, earlier. That yeah, was lovely. You, yeah, you did a great turkey gobble, and you killed coupines. <laughs> During coupon camp. Yeah, man. So what'd you do after that? You celebrate? Did you? Oh, what yeah. What, what we, all happened? Came back, you know, obviously a couple of pictures. Celebrate. It's it's time to have fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. That night. Drinks <laughs> It kept getting more fun. <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the camp was like, all right, boys, I'm going out to get some wings. You guys go in there and get that love seat out and burn it. <laughs> okay. We could do that. So we sit there for a little while, and all of a sudden we look at each other and go, are we burning this thing or what? Yeah, I guess we are. Okay. Go in there, toss the cushions out. I can see the orange glow on the door. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't need to see it. I know how big that fire is just from two cushions. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So we fight this thing out through the first door onto like a little enclosed porch to get it out through the second door, which is about half the damn width. We're not getting it out the door. So we're sitting there like we drop it. And my brother-in-law look going inside trying to figure out how to get this thing out the door. Chainsaw. <laughs> and at this point, you go, all right, I, you know, I, I cut the back of it open just with a knife and rip all the fabric off to see what the structure is, two buys and stupid stuff like that. I'm like, all right, we can bust this up. Get it back out on the porch, grab a couple of loose cushions. I go, heads up! I whip them out, and all of a sudden it lands at three people's feet. I go, I'm looking over, and I'm like cross I'm like, what is this? My buddy goes, hey, steak boy! What, what? Oh. State cop. Oops. I run out there go, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. He's like, all right, what do you guys do? My brother goes, what's going on? I go, state cop, get out here. He runs out. He's got his license and his hunting license in hand. Going, <laughs> hey, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, here you go. <laughs> Officer looks at us and goes, what are you guys going to do with that couch? But he looks at him and goes, well, if they happen to get it out of there, they're probably going to burn it. He goes, ah. Oh. Please don't. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. He goes, we got a call that people were burning stuff down here. <laughs> Come down. Just don't do it. He goes, meanwhile, he didn't ask us what we were doing there. But, like weaponry, hunting, anything like that. Thank God. Uh, well, I mean, don't get me wrong. Everything is put away. It's safe. Mm-hmm. It's locked up inside. Oh, yeah. Everything's legal. But at the same time, like, finally he goes away and... Now that's when I jump on the on messenger asking a couple of buddies like, uh, "Is this legal?" He goes, eh, "Local ordinances. Come on, he's got something better to do." Mm-hmm. So we decide. I go in there with like a five pound sledge axe. <laughs> it's got the flathead on the back. Yeah, just busting stuff up. And I got the axe. Mall. I'm in there by myself, just busting this thing up. I'm like, that's it. I'm getting this thing out of here one way or another. I rip the whole <laughs> thing apart and tear it out, throw it out the door, and uh, finally we go. A buddy calls his friend and goes, just burn it. Throw it on the pile. Burn it up. All of a sudden, a van comes down through the field at us. And we go, oh, no. What do we do now? It's the property owner. Property owner goes, I am so sorry. I saw the officer come down. It wasn't you guys. It was up the road there. They were burning mattresses and everything else. I called it on them. You guys burn whatever you need to down here. Get rid of it. Clean this place up. I go, 
sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but before the officer leaves, he goes, all right, who's the owner of the camp? We give him, give him the name. Give him the, all right. He goes, buddy goes, he's up at Kelly's. He's getting wings. He goes, but if you see him, please don't pull him over. <laughs> we go, geez, what the hell did you just do? He goes, I just gave our guy a free pass that he can get from Kelly's to camp, and that's it. <laughs> so we call him up. He goes, you give him my damn Social Security, too? Like, what the hell did you do? <laughs> Your just, camp around Kelly's, then? Yeah, it is. It's about a mile down that road where Kelly's is on. And oh, further away from Ray's? Yes, further away from Ray's. I have a buddy that has a camp down that way. It's just past Off to the right. Yeah, so there's a campground, and we're just past the campground, but back on the left, on he's got some private access back there, and he's got a little camp set up. So it's it's nice. You go like a couple hundred yards through the woods, you're in Allegheny National Forest. Sweet, nice. Come down to our camp. There's more coupons. <laughs> yeah. yeah so you, you guys are. kept saying, "I'm like, I've never seen a coupine live in my life." We see them everywhere, dude. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, I've seen a bunch of them, but it's all been at night. Yeah, I've never seen one during the day. Seen a, I've seen quite a few during the day. In the first couple of years we had the camp, man, they were just everywhere. Yeah. They polluted it up there. At first we thought it was cool, and then we realized, yeah, eh, maybe we should it's start killing these Well, things. you don't want your dog to get around them. You yeah. don't want them. They started on, coming yeah. in the yard. They were chewing on the neighbor's camp. They were chewing on the bottom of the neighbor's camp, tore, like the whole slab. Oh, man. One oh. slab. They chewed it all That's up. That's the thing. Like, Remember that camp that we found back? Well, not in the camp, but it was like a hunting thing. That crazy. It was like 20 foot up. Oh, yeah. Out, uh, where was it? That was a game land. Well, like a shooting house. Yeah, it was like a oh shooting house. Oh, my God. House, these dudes thing, brought, like, these six-inch posts out, you know, all 20 steel, foot up, All steel, steel posts, like. Dude, it was professionally was done. meant to live forever. Because you're not allowed to, uh, in that area, you're not allowed to attach anything to trees. Right. So, if you make a permanent stand or something like that, it has to be on Is it on like game lands? It's on game land. It's like I don't think you're allowed to have not, a permanent okay, stand no, no, on no, game no. lands. Period. It's not game lands. It's a D map area. It's oh, it's a D map unit. Okay. Yeah. It's not game lands. It's public to hunt. Right. It's a D map unit. Yeah. And they built this self-standing Taj Mahal oh, of beautiful. tree stands. The Glass thing was windows, like a yeah, like a twenty everything. by they, twenty. It with was a back porch. in the woods, you know, probably about three, four hundred yards. That's they, freaking they crazy. They had to have brought in all this stuff when they were logging it on the old logging roads. They had to have brought everything in with the logging equipment because there's no yeah. way from where they were that they were going to bring that in by hand. Either way, oh, the man. whole bottom was just Insane. eaten out by coupons. The whole bottom was just. The wood. They had a Destroyed. wooden like deck yeah. on it. Um and the, the porcupines chewed up the whole corner was missing. You could look right down through to the ground. Oh dang. But this thing had like a metal stairway and everything. It was awesome. It was That's ins- crazy. Yeah. People have too much time on their hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> too much money. <laughs> oh, too much money. I wish I still had the pictures That's of wild, it. That's wild, man. Really cool. Yeah, that's super wild. Something to experience. Dang, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't even believe that. And that's, there's the, that's where I killed my first buck ever. Oh, that's really? where we yep. doubled there up. There you go. I can yep. take that. I can take that. Killed my first buck ever. Saw a lot of deer there that day. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. It's a really nice area. Anyways. Yeah. All right. Well, you got any concluders? Any, con- any final thoughts on coupine hunting or coupine camp? Any plans for next year? Any plans for next year? Careful going in them caves. <laughs> that's all I can say. You I mean, will not find me it, doing yeah. that. I'm going to look for them walking on the ground. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it was. It was like we got some lessons learned. We got some modifications to make to our setup and figured out where to find them, where to go, what mm-hmm. to look for, training oh, yeah. features. You know, it's it's kind of like going out scouting for buck the first time, what to look for. Oh, you know, yeah. If you, especially if you're new to it. You walk yeah. around the woods just going, do, do, what's brown? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And eventually you start to get used to it trying to figure out where they are no yeah what to look for it's it's yeah we that's were pretty excited. cool that was that's fun. wild and it was right after you saw the eagle which was pretty awesome that, that was, was pretty that awesome was, that actually gave me chills like after the fact like looking back oh yeah my buddy goes that was dad dad got us to the porcupine i go that's nuts that is crazy like man. The, the three times he's seen an eagle since his dad passed all of a sudden now he's got this like beacon it's like this honing beacon for whatever he's after that particular time whether it be bear deer porcupine 
Hey, <laughs> somebody's looking out for him, man. Yeah, that, there's there's a, nothing I, wrong with that, man. I would man. start I hunting get. near like the eagle's nest, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, and like Big Finger River. A, yeah. <laughs> give me a, like, awesome. a whole new outlook on you know if I see an eagle now, is, is his dad trying to point me in the right direction? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Doubt it, but still, yeah. it's just pretty cool to think of. Yeah, it's pretty cool to think of. Yeah, no, yeah. I like that. But okay. yeah, that was fun, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. We appreciate you coming out here again. Yeah, of coming course. back that for was... a second episode. <laughs> yeah, super different topic. Like it was enjoyable. I mean, listening to the stories and stuff like that. You know. And now we know that we can make our own porcupine camp. Yeah, if we want to do it. Right. I like it. I'm still thinking maybe we make a shed hunting trip slash porcupine hunting trip. Saying goat hunting. It's just it's all. What's, what's the limits want. on the, the porcupine? Uh, uh, whatever like the, the caliber. It doesn't say anything. Probably, I mean, you're probably best off shooting them with a 22. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's honestly that's similar what I like think. trapping. I mean, it's a small game animal, pretty Mark, much. You can take yeah. a two, two, three out and just make it like a coyote slash porcupine hunt. I'm sure you can. Whatever you see. Yeah, you could. Yeah, I'm sure you could. I would love to get a yoke. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I went I just, out there I need a couple to go days out. and just we had the good setup the first day, and then next day I went out with my buddy, and it just wasn't the same. Hey, we didn't have. You know, any calls, Charles' call wasn't working for some reason, so. Yeah, I don't know what that's all about, because I just had it out yeah. literally two days before you guys took it, and it worked just fine. Yeah, either way. We yeah. just sat around and looked for him, but. Yeah, I can dig that. Yeah, it's but, but this time of year, honestly, it's best when it just gets really stinking cold outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when it's they're just really nice out. Being I mean, that's, you know, yeah, no, it is. I got the day I saw those deer and, and everything, and it was just like, it was cool. Yeah. It was like it was like hunting without killing anything, you know? Yeah, it was just absolutely. like. Absolutely. Like a, like a deer hunt, yeah. you see some something cool. You're like, man, that was that was a pretty cool hunt. Yeah. Even though I didn't kill anything, it was pretty cool. Did you see any deer thing. with antlers? I saw uh, two spikes. Yeah, okay. the twenty three well, or twenty twenty. So they might be dropping theirs already. Yeah, it, most of them should be about dropped. Honestly, you might have a couple stragglers, but I I was pretty impressed that deer today. Every deer that I've seen, I haven't seen one with antlers for. Three and a half, four weeks now. I've been seeing little forks, little spikes. This one was a pretty decent seven or eight point. I got a really good look at him. He was only 20 yards off the turnpike. Nice, nice. Um, I was just below the West Virginia line, and he was right there on the right-hand side. Oh, yeah. I pinned it on Onyx. So if you want the pin to where this buck was standing on Onyx, go ahead and forward us fifteen ninety five. $1,000,000. <laughs> And I will share any Onyx point on my phone with you for $15.95. That's a deal. Actually, you know what? We'll do two for $29.99. How's that? Whoa. For how many you're bucks I've seen out, dealing, out, dude. Uh, where we hunt. For how many bucks I've seen out there and all the deer we saw that night. I, I'm, Would you pay $15.95 for my waypoint? I'm saying I'm almost positive that someone were just bucks with dropped antlers. Yeah. He yeah. only said a waypoint. He didn't ones. say what waypoint. He'd share with you. <laughs> oh, he just yeah. said a waypoint. <laughs> I will it could send be an you... outhouse on a job site somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a waypoint. <laughs> I'll send you a bogus waypoint for free. So <laughs> send me an email. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, well, let's wrap this back Trying to monetize. <laughs> You're killing me right now. <laughs> so moral of the story is kill as many porcupines as you can legally. Um, chance. Shadow and Sassy were the shit. <laughs> and they will thank you for those porcupines. And uh, Honey Badger don't give a shit. And uh, I think that's about it then, right? <laughs> Joe, any any final uh, concluders there? No, I just wanted to put some deer stories in them. I'm like, get you over here. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you back on again. You want to talk about fishers? How they're cool? Nah, I don't have much to say about fishers. <clears throat> All right, good on that. All right, well, you can all find us on Instagram, Facebook, email. Go wild. Go wild now. Go wild. Very cool app. Everybody go out there and check that out. Download it on your app store. It is basically an Instagram for outdoorsmen. Yeah, but a lot cooler. A lot cooler. A, yeah, no, It's absolutely. an open platform. It's an open network. So yep. when you make a post, every single person that has Go Wild sees your post, which helps it get shared. So if you're looking for information, if you're just looking to share your trophy kills over the years yep it's a super cool app i've been playing around with it a little bit and we start up a page for both of us personally and for one for the podcast yep no i think it's really cool really cool but those are all at the whitetail distraction podcast you can also send us an email send us an email i'm not gonna harp on it uh, 
That's a first. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, uh, if you guys could do us a huge favor and head over to iTunes and give us a five-star review, that would be greatly appreciated. We still have hats for sale, and we still have t-shirts for sale. So, send us an email or hit us up on social media of some sort, and we'll uh, get in contact with you. Yep. And we'll get them shipped out to you, too. Absolutely. Those are available for anybody that's interested. Yep. All right. Distraction's real. Distraction's real. Porcupines are real. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a gobble.